Katie K9 show up live at the Minnesota State Fair and a beautiful day it is. I got here at one so I can get my product up, my Tom Thumb. Now, why do I say that? I am a corn dog person and I always say it comes out powder pup. <laughs> I don't know why. It's corn dog. And then tiny or uh, Tom Thumb donuts. I uh, went to the, uh, the 4-H building and saw the photography. I always do that. And a friend of mine, Daryl Kress, has a painting in the arts building up here. It's, he's uh, submitted one for so many years and never got one in. And he got one in, and boy, he's doing a happy dance. <laughs> and it's a nice picture, too. It's a nice picture. So anyway, so Brian, are we still here? Yep, we're still here. All right. Do we have any? Uh, now, wait a minute. Okay. Do you know what, what state is the biggest state fair? Out of the United States, the biggest. I believe it's Texas. Ding, 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 ding. It is the great state of Texas. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, um, I, and it, of course, Texas grows everything bigger, right? Okay. The largest attendance of a state fair in the United States belongs to Texas, drawing nearly 2.5 million people annually. Yeah, I can say that, right? To the fairgrounds in Dallas. Turn, turns out everything re. Everything really is bigger in Texas, including Big Tex, a 55-foot statue outfitted in a pair of pants that weigh in at 65 pounds. Holy moly. Yeah, there you go. Everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, Do we have any calls? Yeah, we have Sarah on the line that has a rescue dog with behavioral problems. Okay, behavioral. I think I can do that. Let's see. (laughs) Hey, Sarah, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What can I do for you? Well, I have a six-year-old. She just turned seven-year-old uh, English bulldog. Okay. And she did great with, and she was a forest breeder, so she's got some issues, unfortunately. Um, but she has some issues with my diva cat, and they're great as long as they're not on my recliner together. Okay. But if, my, if the cat tries to jump up there... She'll growl and snarl and a couple times has lunged at her, um, but not made contact. And she's got no teeth, so if contact happened, I'm not worried about major injury. But she, but she's fine when she's walking around on the floor and the cat can rub up against her and love on her and there's no issues. And it's just when I'm sitting in the recliner with, with, with my dog. Okay. So I'm, I'm wondering if she's resource guarding me. Yep. Okay, so what I would do now, when uh, let's say the cat comes into the room, okay, mm-hmm. and then uh, you're sitting in the chair, and the dog's sitting in your lap, and the minute you can see the dog alert, to, cat's here, cat's here, what she you're going to do is... I mean, she what? does. She will track her, and you yep. can tell her breathing actually changes. Yep, you bet. Okay, and so what you're going to do is you're going to put a leash on her, so you've got control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the minute that she, you know, uh, alerts... You can try two things. Now you don't pet her. Just go, hey, 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 you be nice, be nice. Uh-uh. Give the leash a couple bumps. Hey, hey, hey. You, know, you want her to take off her, her stare off the cat, okay? Okay. If she doesn't, then take, get her off the chair. Just okay. get her off the chair. If she's going to act like that, she has no right to be in the chair with you. All right. Okay. So she's got to behave. You know, don't become a screaming bad dog. Shame on you. You know, yeah. because in that the, the the situation is already stressful. The dog's alerted and is just waiting for you know to react. You don't yeah. want, but you want to diffuse it. 
So that's where, hey, 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 you be nice, be nice. And then if you want to, there again, I love squeaker toys because it can get into the head of a dog immediately when they're kind of focused on something. So take a squeaker and just squeak, squeak, you know, keep one in the side of the chair so you always know where it is. <laughs> you just got to get your hand down in there and squeak, hey, 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 be nice, be nice. And then what you want to do is just gently put the dog on the floor. Don't like okay. throw the dog off like bad dog. Don't be doing that. Yeah. But try to yeah, diffuse it. She already it. had a tough life, so she, you know, I'm really cautious with how I am with her because she was a in a crate force bred for you know. Okay. Yep. 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 I know. She's she's fine with my. I have a blind and deaf cat, and okay. she can care less about that cat on the chair. She'll let her lay on there and everything. Okay. Yep. No, she just for some reason is deemed that the cat, your other cat, must be giving her like the stink eye, <laughs> and it's yeah. so the dog is reacting to like you looking at me, you looking at me. I don't think so, and just is yeah, reacting. Yeah, that's to- how she is. She's a princess diva, yep. cutie cat. Yep. Yep. And so that's yeah. why what you're gonna you're gonna deal with if the leash goes on the dog for a late, maybe the next couple of weeks or whatever. That uh, let let him drag the leash around, and anytime that dog alerts to the you know that cat, to say hey, be nice, ah 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 ah, be nice, and then when she looks away, like squeak that toy or clap your hand, oh look at you, very nice, and redirect the dog. All right, get her onto something else, so she gets okay. easier and easier to redirect, and not you know because the minute that they get locked, then they're loaded, and they're waiting for that cat to move, and all heck is gonna break loose. All right. Tubby as she is, she's yep. quick. When she <laughs> yeah. lunge, like, whoa. <laughs> Yo, you bet. Those bulldogs, let me tell you. I babysat oh, one a long time ago. His name was Oliver. That dog, it took him probably two hours to go from the front steps around the back of the house up and back up to the front steps. He never moved so slow in his life. You put a squirrel coming down a tree, and that dog got, yeah. was like he was shot out of a cannon. I looked, I mean, I put and peed my pants. I laughed so hard because it's like... Yeah. Oliver, you can move. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked the first time it happened because giving her, taking her around the block can take forever. But yep. boy, that cat comes around and she You lunch, got it. So. You, yeah, I know it. But so that's what we want to do is diffuse the situation. The minute, the second, I mean the second, you got to be really paying attention that the dog alerts to the cat, whether it's in the chair or whether it's walking through the room, you, get, you redirect. Hey, 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 squeak, squeak, squeak. Hey, what's this over here? Let's go check this out. You know, don't let him focus in on her and then it should be able to get easier and easier into his head and then by having that leash there in case he doesn't list and she moves wrong and he goes for it that you got that leash that you can give it a pop hey wrong you be nice you be nice all right okay i'll try that one then okay well thank you you have a great day you too thanks i will bye-bye all right there you go diffuse the situation guys don't scream yell Worse is like saying what two-legged kids do. <laughs> redirect, redirect. There we go. Okay, Brian, we got anybody else? No one at the moment right now. Okay, hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Say again? Best advice for a new puppy is a question from our... From our Best advice for for a new puppy from our vastly crowded studio. <laughs> okay, first of all, we got uh, we got uh, a couple here with the two young kids, and the thing I would not add a puppy; I would get a secondhand dog, because the thing is, is that with those, t- oh, too late. Okay, because uh, the puppy is going to be uh, oil and water, especially with the youngest one. It's he's going to be he's going to hate dogs. Okay, but so 
Okay. Well, no, but this is what I'm telling you how to, to work with the situation. It's already coming, you know, in three weeks. And so the, the, what you want to do is that um, uh, they put the puppy on a leash so you've got something to step on. When the kids are being like the wah factor, running and just being wah, 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 then the pup is either tied to you with the leash or is in uh, the kennel so that you have control of the situation. And then you want to get the book. It's called Puppy Training for Kids. Puppy Training for Kids. And it's treat motivated, but when, when you get them young like this, that all they want to do is grab, sit on, hold, and they're going to get those needle teeth. They're going to rip the clothes and such like that, okay? So what you just got to do is you got to be a good referee because a lot of dogs, they, they, um, it's kind of like, you know, you with the kids. You know, you're probably the best mom in the world, but you have your days that you're limited, you know, that they fry your last nerve, and it's like, Kelgon, take me away. And so you've got to be, yeah. So you've got to remember that with the pup, is that a tired pup is a crabby puppy. And so what you've got to do, he's got to have a lot of timeouts, a lot of time in the kennel where the kids cannot bug him. You know, and there's got to be consequences for your kids if they choose to break that. Because So you've got to be the referee, because a puppy can only take so much, because puppy... Kid haters are caused by parents that didn't teach their kids to respect the face and space of the pups. And that's what you've got to do, is teach them. Okay. Oh, it's called uh, Puppy Training for Kids. Puppy Training. And buy, it's, it's online for 10 bucks. It's like, um, it's all pictures so the kids can look at it and get an idea. It's easy to go to. Yeah. And so, uh, because what you want to do is help them do stuff with the dog, not just be running and poking and, and stuff like that. Okay? Okay. Cool. Yeah, because, yeah, when you get kids uh, five and under, the pup is like oil and water. And so you got to, like I say, keep the dog on a leash. I'm excited to see how this goes. There you go. Love my dog. Love you guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, you. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty then. So yeah, so just a heads up, guys. Yeah, puppies and kids are our own water, so you got to learn to redirect, be uh, the referee for the pup, so that the pup doesn't uh, turn into being a kid hater. Okay. And so yeah, kids are very obnoxious, and so are puppies. And so welcome to obnox obnoxiouswood <laughs> and puppyhood. <laughs> obnoxious yeah all right katie we are uh, rubbing against the break rubbing against the break oh that's a good way to put it huh okay let's see now okay an illinois state fair okay let's see there's a um no i already gave the answer to that one <laughs> okay iowa is noted their state fair is in des moines okay then since 1911 Okay, they have something there that's been there since the very beginning. Each year they do it for the Illinois State or the Iowa State Fair. What do you think it is? We do something similar here in Minnesota. We'll be right back. Yes, I am here live at the great Minnesota get-together that's back again and it's looking gorgeous. And, you know, it's been raining the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! There we go. Uh, it's been raining about Thursday, Friday, Saturday. At, uh, and then today perfect day they knew i was coming made it just gorgeous it's not even nice and cool so thank you thank you thank you so uh hopefully you're still calling in because i still can do that okay in iowa okay this is not unique to safer or the first state to make one now we do something similar here in minnesota okay and it's called uh what do we do with princess k of the milky way do you know brian uh no could you remind me okay we uh carve her face and butter Whole butter yeah okay yes. yeah i knew that all right. Okay. So now the Iowa State Fair, mind you, they've been doing this since 1911. 
what they do is they carve a cow out of butter. They carve a cow out of butter. They do it every year, and uh, it weighs in at about 600 pounds. And it's estimated that that much butter, that 600 pounds of butter, it will, uh, is enough butter to butter 19,200 slices of bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, 19,200 slices of to- well, toast, technically. Isn't that something, though? Oh, yeah. But That's a 600-pound cow. I, would, I don't know how much uh, Princess K and the Milky Way, that butterhead. I'm not sure how much that weighs. I know, I want to say it's probably maybe 50 pounds. If not more. Yeah, I would say so that. I yeah, I don't know. Google it, Nancy. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who's up next there, Mr. Brian? Yeah, so we have Diane on the phone, and she is wondering what to look for in a dog bed. In a dog bed? Ooh, that's a good question. Hey, Diane, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Katie, and I have listened to you for a million years. Oh, well, thank but, you. And boy, yeah, we look well for A's, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> a million <laughs> years? So go. I have a baby puppy. I am a canine companion, um, puppy racer for canine companions for independence. And um, I just thought, I'm not sure what to look for. I know you've talked about it. Um, I don't know, size-wise, um, for washing, covers on it, or right. okay, well, for- whatever your thoughts are. Okay, first of all, always get one that you can unzip to watch, okay? Some right. of them are stuffed, and I'm not really pleased with what some of the stuff are, are uh, uh, stuffed with. It's kind of wackadoodle-looking stuff, all right? And so what I tell people, you know how we all got the old sheets, the old towels that we're probably going to throw or be, make rags? What right. you do, better to do is stuff them with that. Stuff, you know, the zip, get the bed. Okay, and then when it's time to you clean like the bed, I or what you say? I'm worried about all the chemicals that might be inside of that stuffing stuff. Okay, because yeah. some of it it almost looks, uh, I don't know, sort of it looks. It doesn't feel, but it looks like fiberglass. You know, it's like uh. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, so what I would do when I, when I get the zip up bags, I unzip it, I pull everything out that's inside, and then I stuff my old sheets or my old uh, pillows uh, and uh, pillowcases or you know towels or whatever, obviously freshly washed, and then zip it up. And then now you can kind of shake the bed around, and the dogs kind of like it because they can make or even the cats because they can walk around and, and dig their own, make their own little nest out of it. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, and then um, will, like, yeah. like, and cats love things that are, you know, smaller so they can curl inside and feel comfortable. And the dogs, when um, I had Zelda, you know, she was my ninety pounder, and you know, obviously it's got to be enough. So because do- most dogs they curl when they go sound asleep, they don't they stretch, they doze, but they curl when they go sound asleep. And so you you know you don't have to have one that's ginormous, ginormous if you have a big dog. Just use kind of common sense, okay? Oh, I guess she hung up. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Because there are some ones that are that have foam on the inside of it, and that's not really a washable thing. That's why I don't like the foam. Um, I like uh, for the older dogs or geriatric dogs or dogs that are big. They don't have to be old, but there's a lot of weight with their elbows on the floor. I like the raised beds, you know, where they use. Okay, Brian, help me with this. Is it PVC pipe or PCV pipe? Uh, PVC pipe. PVC pipe, okay. The raised beds are, are, are PVC pipe, you know, where it's off the ground. And, you know, the bigger the dogs, obviously, the taller it is. But it's not huge. You want them to easily step in and st- get out of the bed. And where it has, like, um, a covering on it that is, like, outdoor furniture, okay? And so uh, then what you can do is put your bed or your uh, whatever on top of that, 
uh, is really good. Um, because sometimes but with that, that coating that's on top that looks like uh, uh, outdoor furniture, <laughs> what happens is the dog's nails, sometimes if you didn't keep them, it kind of rips that. So that's why I like putting a bed or a sheet or something or uh, a blanket on top of that. Be, but that really is nice, especially if you've got big dogs. Their elbows, I don't know if you've ever seen big dogs with the elbows. They have they have, like big nodulars on their elbows. And that's from laying on you know hard floors for a long time. And, and same thing if you've got a dog with a geriatric or whatever, raised bed is awesome. They just it's really the best on their joints so with the pvc pipe you can make your own or just check for it obviously online or whatever so okay who's up all right we have aj on the phone who has a question about reactive dog training ah okay hey aj how you doing i'm good how are you good good so what's going on Yep, so we adopted our dog a year ago. Um, She's a rescue out of Alabama, and she is a Gordon Setter Golden Retriever Labrador Retriever Mix. Okay, wow. Um, She is a very active dog um, and needs lots of exercise, which we knew and loved when we signed up. Um, So when we first got her a year ago, she loved all dogs, all people. She just missed congeniality. Um, And then she started having... Um, We would notice at dog parks, and I know that you have feelings about dog parks, um, we just were using them to try to get some energy out. And we noticed she's kind of reacting towards unaltered males and getting humped. And so we started pulling her from dog parks. And then she started reacting just other dogs getting too close to my wife or I. And then recently at doggy daycare, um, she growled and tried to snap at a dog who got too close to a doggy daycare um, provider who she's really bonded with. Okay. Um, we are signed up for reactive dog training in October with the canine coach, and we've mm-hmm. done a lot of research on like people protectiveness. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's pretty good with like once she knows the dog sharing toys, we can take her food away. She doesn't react. She's been to multiple obedience classes. We're really tough on her, mm-hmm. um, just behavior wise, but we're just trying to figure out what we can do in the meantime. Um, we still go to doggy parks, but she's got to be the only dog there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out what can we do to kind of stop some of this reactive behavior towards other dogs. Um, okay. Because we would just hate for an incident to happen. How, yeah. How old do you say she is? She's two. Two. Okay. And how and long have you had her? She loves people. She yeah. loves people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, how long have you had her? We've had her a year now. Okay. A year. Okay, because, uh, yeah, because usually dogs don't like uh, are, uh, many personalities. I'm not saying all dogs, but many personalities. By the time they get to be a year and a half to two, the, doggy, uh, the dog parks and the doggy daycares is like a no-go. It's like, okay, I'm tired of partying. I just want to be with the humans. And then they keep yep. getting pushed into the situation with other dogs and playing and such. Then what happens is that they become more and more reactive. Okay, can you hold on because we got to run to break and then we'll come back yep, and we'll, we'll figure, finish this up. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see what Tampa Bay or Tampa, Florida uh, State Fair has. And we'll be right back. All right. Yes, it is me. I am keep knocking my knees on this desk thing and it's driving me insane. But that's okay. I just have bruised knees for the rest of the week till I do it again next Sunday. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks, Holly. I just found out the girl right around. The corner from here is a good gyro place, so I will be stopping there on the way after the show. I'm going to bring it home because I'm not going to eat that in public because I will spill on myself. (laughs) I always feed my shirt. (laughs) Always.
Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Now the the, the uh, state fair in Florida. You know what's unique about that, Brian? What's that? Is that it's held in February. Ooh. Okay. That uh, the it's held in Tampa, Florida, and it takes place in February. And it was once called the Midwinter Festival. The Sunshine State event yeah, event boasts over one hundred rides, including four different roller coasters. Ooh. And that's something. That's pretty. That's, that's pretty that's neat. In, that's in Tampa. That's Tampa State Fair. So anyway, okay, there we go. Okay, well, let's go back to the line. I forgot her name already. This is uh, AJ. AJ, that's right. Hey, AJ, you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Okay, so the thing is, is what you got to do now, you, but you said something that I want to just visit for a second. You said you're kind of strict with your rules. Yeah, um, so strict being... Um, using we you know use the commands for sit and stay and place um you know when we walk with her because we live in a condo we make sure she's healing um you know that because she has a really strong personality it's the gordon setter in her Mm -hmm. and so we make sure that she knows that she's not the boss she is very loved um and spoiled but we do when we walk we make sure she heals um we are constantly working on you know training with her she really thrives from training Okay. Um, Good. And so, uh, you know, we also take her to like Bachman's and Home Depot. Like she's a very socialized dog. Okay. Um, And she's a very well-behaved dog. It's just when other dogs get too close to the people she loves, Uh she growls, she'll air snap. And we don't want to stop bringing her places. Right. We also don't, she's not a bad dog. We just want to know how we can correct this behavior. Right. So, okay, when she does do this, that... Because I wouldn't say, yeah, you're an organized person, okay, is what you want. (laughs) But anyway, so now when she does this, what do you do? If she, let's say, okay, um, uh, you know, uh, you and I are standing talking and she's there. Okay, and another dog happens, you know, a gal, somebody's coming walking their dog. Okay, and they were coming towards you. Okay, what, what normally happens? Yeah, so usually if, like, we're in a public place, like a, like we're walking or something, if I'm talking to someone, I'll have her sit immediately next to me. Okay. If I see that another dog is coming, I've, my wife and I have both just started to, like, grab her collar just in anticipation. Oh, okay. We tell yep. her to stay. We tell her to leave it. Yeah. Um, okay. And okay, what, what you uh, doing? But we've been caught by surprise before, and it's immediately heal, stay, sit, and we leave. We don't yep. let her stay in the situation. Right, right, right. Okay, no, you're right there now. You just said, because you are stressing her out but you are cueing her that you have a problem with it even though it's not really your problem you're trying to stay ahead of the game <laughs> but by yeah. grabbing her collar and, and putting some pressure there all of a sudden the dog you can feel the tenseness and I, i'm always saying this all when by all all our emotions have a smell and by living with us, the dogs recognize when they're really happy, kind of happy, sort of happy, really ticked, kind of ticked, you know what I mean, et cetera. And so the yeah. thing is, is that by you tensing up, you're, you're, you're creating the dog to get tense and you're creating the situation. So what the thing is, is that the better thing to do is what you do, I tell a lot of people, is that you stand on the lead. Okay, you're, 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 let's say you're standing talking to me, okay, and she's with you. Okay, if you see another dog, what you're going to do is go and stand on the leash that when, and you can practice this in other places, not just when you need it, but where you don't want to pit her to the ground. What you want is if she's standing on all four, her head is dipped just a smidgen, all right? Her head is just okay. dipped. Okay, the, but if she sits, the collar goes a little bit looser. And if she lays, the collar goes totally loose. 
Okay, but now if she tries to go and lunge at another dog, guess what? You're standing on a leash, she corrects herself. Because what's happening, you, what you've got to do, is you, and in your head, what you're going to be doing when she alerts to like, hey, there's a dog coming. You're going to go, hey, 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 this be nice, be nice. Oh, yes, you could be nice, yes, can't you? You know, become the, you know, the cheerleader and not the like, now you be nice. Don't you think of that, you know what I mean? Don't bring on the situation. So by grabbing her collar and catching, that's how least aggressive dogs become, is that people, they had a problem one time, and then now they want to be react, proactive instead of reactive. So they start tightening and shortening the leash when they see another dog come, and that sends a signal through the leash to the dog that you're worried about it and uptight about it too. And so then now it's like, well, it must be that what's ahead of me. And so then all of a sudden now be, we got the leash reactive. Because a lot of people will say, well, how come he's flying off leash? But when he's on leash, he acts like an idiot. And it's because you don't, he's taking the cues from you. You're, t you know, tensing up. And then the emotion, the, the smell of being worried or tense, that pops up. So it's kind of like a, you know, catch-22 is what it is. And so that's what you want to do is just stop, step on the leash. you got to have a six-foot leash so you can have the leash. Now, does the dog walk on, you, walk on your left side? Yeah, she walks on our left side. Okay, yeah. So then what you're going to do is, like I say, you're going to stop, step, and you just practice this, like, walk, you go for a walk to stop and step, just wait a little bit, just keep your hands to I yourself. I have it with me right now. I'll practice it right now. There you go. Okay, and so, like, just keep your hands relaxed in front of you and just, you know, Remember, a side profile is a calming signal. So if she looks up at you, just turn your head sideways, and you can still talk to her. Hey, you're doing good. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, very nice. You're doing good. All right, and then, then look ahead again. But if she looks up at you, don't look down at her. Give her the side profile. You want to let her know this is a time to be calm, not be reactive. And like I say, if she decides to start, and if she, you can hear rumble, you know, yep. like in her voice, then give her ah, 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 ah. Be nice. Yes, you need to be nice. Yes, you are. Be very nice. And what a, and Become what about, the cheerleader. So Don't pet her. Don't pet her. This is a yep. voice. You're working with your voice. And what about off-leash? So when we, we uh, now we just go to dog parks when no one else is there. Yep. And when another dog comes in, I, I pull her pretty quickly because we just don't want to have an incident. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't. Um, and so, you know, when she's off leash and I'm trying to get her, is there a another way as I'm trying to get her to get her to calm down, or is it just continuing to heal the, you know, sit delay? Okay, personally, if we're working, I want to get you organized. This is I would not be going to no dog park right now, uh, because you got to get yourself and the dog. We got to get this situation squared away, and it, what it is is getting you to learn remain, uh, remain relaxed not have the urgency, you know, the worriedness and that the dog the yep. dog picks up on. And so by going to the dog park, I, I myself would not, unless you want to go there like on a 20-foot line, okay, where she doesn't get to run, run, but then if another yeah. dog's, you can call her back in and she's on the line, so you know you're, she's not, you know, you got control of the situation, all right? But now remember, I'm always saying that, you know, people have a tendency to over, over, uh, uh, whatever you call it, uh, exercise their dogs, uh, overrun them by throwing the ball too much or overwalking them. And so but the thing is, is that that builds an athlete, right? So what you want to do is build more into, you said you have a busy dog, mentally drain this dog out, teach them tricks, teach them brain games, jump their hula hoops, you know, um, uh, learn how to have, put a, a potato chip on the end of the nose and they got to hold it until you say, you know, the key word that she can flip it and eat it. While doing those things, she's going to be a calmer, steadier dog instead of putting her in situations that may become reactive, okay? So right. you need to work on yourself 
and then work because right you're sending the worriedness and the stress from you through to, to the dog all right and so once we can get you to relax and feel like you've got control you know what I mean? Then she's going to be more relaxed, and then everything should start coming around really nice. And then let's say you have a friend um, that you got a friend, and you want to. Do you have friends that she does get along with their dogs? Oh yeah, she's got some. She's got like six besties. Oh nice. Um, nice. Okay, yep. good. Then get together with those. You know those people. Not all at once. Dogs usually play in in pairs. Okay, if there's three dogs. There's an odd man out, and sometimes that doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah. But um, but that's what you want to do, though, is that is that you may not be what you want to do. Like I want to see my dog run through and get some energy off. Let's try other avenues to do it. So then we're working on her, you, and and keeping control of the situation and being happy and not getting stressed out. Perfect. And she's a smart dog with a good nose, so yep. we will work on more your... brain and mental stimulation. Okay, well, yeah, so what you need to do, um, uh, she's got a good nose. Uh, uh, there's classes on, no. well, look online, uh, nose work classes, okay? You can teach your nose work. That drains the dogs really much. I have an intro into nose work. I don't do an official nose work class. I have an intro in it, but I'm sure you can find it online or whatever. First, you teach the dog to sniff. And then it's pretty soon, uh, then you behold what's in your uh, treat in your hand and say sniff it. And then what you're going to do is say wait, go put it out, and then come back and say sniff it. This is the smell I want you to find. And then point and say find it. And so pretty soon it, the dog is, whatever you tell them to sniff it, that's the scent they're trying to find. But there's a little bit more to it than that. But it, why don't you look into that nose work because that will mentally drain the dog and be calm and steady also. But Brain Games for Dogs by Aerosmith is a good one. And so, yeah, just use the brain. But I would stay out of the parks unless you use a 20-foot line. So you've got, if something does come in, you're very relaxed about it. Say, come on, let's go, we're done. And now you got control of the situation, okay? Perfect. I really appreciate your help. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Thanks, AJ. All right, bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right, I'm getting hungry, Brian. I knew <laughs> I should have ate more. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, well, there's plenty stuff, to eat out there. All of a sudden, I know. Well, there's, it's called Big Dog something, uh, uh, corn dog right around the corner. Oh, yeah? I am going to be visiting that shortly. <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> yes, it's very good. Uh, okay. Anybody else on the line? We do, but we are rubbing against the break, so if you want okay, to take well, a break. Let's, let's take the break, and let's see what we're going to do. Where are we going to go now? Okay. Okay, the first deep-fried dogs in a blanket. Uh, was at what state fair? It's fairly close to us. We'll be right back. All right, we're winding down. I'm Dom live at the Minnesota State Fair, and it's a glorious, beautiful day. Nice breeze, not too hot, man. Just a couple fluffy, puffy clouds in the sky. So, okay, this a uh, uh, a drive-in restaurant in Prairie State claims to be the first place to put the deep-fried dog's blanket with a cornmeal batter on a stick. What state fair do you think that was? And it's fairly close. What do you think, Brian? Um, If it's fairly close, uh, my first guess would have to be Wisconsin. Yeah, that was a good guess. That's what I would have. It's Illinois. Oh, okay. Illinois State Fair was the first one to take the deep-fried dog's blanketed with cornmeal and batter and put it on a stick. So that's not our claim to fame. <coughs> so anyway, okay. Oh, and all of a sudden, I took this a minute. Got to take a deep. I got to take a, a swerve here. Oh, that's all right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I had a tickle in my throat. All right. Who's up? 
Yeah, so on the line, we have Kim, who has an old dog with allergies. Okay. Old dog with allergies. All right. Did you say Kim? Yep. Okay. Hey, Kim, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Katie? Good, good. So how old is your pupper? She's going to be 12 and older. Okay, and what kind of dog? She's a miniature pincher. A mini pin? Okay. And so what's going on? Yep. Well, she developed allergies about we uh, rescued a dog. It started at the exact same time. Okay. But, like, I think, she, I don't know if she's allergic to him or not, but <laughs> it coincided. Okay. Well, she's, we've been going to the vet and we've been trying everything. And recently, we were just in Saturday or yesterday, and she had cytopoint. She had what? A cytopoint injection. Okay. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on anything natural that might help with her allergies. A <clears throat> uh, couple questions for you. Do you do any flea and tick control? No. Do you do heartworm? Yes. Okay. Um, do what? Uh, your property. Okay. Have you gotten any new uh, furniture, new rugs? Nope. Okay. And lawn. Do you use any lawn chemicals on your lawn? No, we don't. Oh, good. That's good. Because the big thing when allergies pop out, and especially when you get older dogs here, it usually comes from, you know, chemicals we put in and on them. Their system finally kind of breaks down. And especially with the men mm-hmm. pin, you know, they're pretty delicate little flowers, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though their voice says something different. <laughs> but, yeah, she's barking uh, at me right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and so that when it, now the itching now where is he itching? Is he is he itching the neck, his belly, his what what's itching? It's a girl, and she her anal glands get inflamed. That's her butt is really itchy, okay. and it's her left ear, the left area of her head. Okay, and the inside the ear is fine. So she has had to get um, Claro treatments pretty regularly. Okay, over the last year or so. Okay. Uh, what food are you feeding? Um, we just recently switched to Nutrisource. Yay. What flavor are you on? Oh, it's a liver. I can't recall the exact name. She, we, she's had allergy testing done, and she's allergic to kind of everything you would feed a dog, beef, chicken, turkey, um, eggs. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I would find out if she's allergic to like the fishes and things like that. I don't know if they actually tested for that. So I'm kind I'm kind of trying to figure out what might work. I've tried lamb and rice. Okay. Personally, what I would do with this dog, um, I would take it off all processed food and rebuild this dog okay. system up. I would put him on the formulated raw. All right. And then okay. you go to primalpooch.com. Primalpooch.com. Okay, okay, and she'll help you with that. And then also get it. She needs a good probiotic, good digestive enzyme. All right, because we got to rebuild the immune system. All allergies is is it a is a breakdown of the immune system by either being too much okay. poked by chemicals or vaccinations or whatever. Now you said it seemed to have coincided when you got the other dog. My guess what yeah. what that came from is the stress. 
of all of a sudden we have somebody new in the house. Who are you and why aren't you leaving? Why are you staying? All right. And min pins are high wired anyway. And so, uh, yep. and so uh, all of a sudden now uh, the dynamics of the pack has changed. And that's a lot to deal with. And so then, and then usually with, uh, you know, your anal glands problems, that's all has to do with diet. And so that's why by changing the diet is what you're going to um, go into. Uh, you got a piece of paper and a pencil for the two other sites? Yes. Okay, you're going to go to, you got uh, primalpooch.com. Okay, you want dogs naturally magazine.com. Okay. And you want healthy pets.mercola.com. What you're going to start doing now is doing your own research, okay? Get off the conventional wagon here, okay? Mm-hmm. And then start with, with the correct feed and the correct, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Yeah, you know, supplements. Uh, and like I said, there again, get, get the flora going and the gut stress knocks out good flora, all right? It does in humans and it does in, in, in dogs. And remember, our, our immune system is 85% of our, our, our gut, all right? If our gut's in mm-hmm. bad shape, so is our immune system. And so that's why if it's a one ear there, um, but the butt, you know, by her butt scooting and having that problem, that's definitely food related. And then the, 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 what you can try to do, take just a smidgen of extra virgin coconut oil and put it on just on the tip of your finger, you know, your baby finger, and just put a little bit of extra virgin coconut oil in the ear and try that. And that won't, that won't cause more. Um, no, you're not going to have a dripping off your finger, okay? We're just talking okay. just a smidgen, just a smidgen, all right, where you could just barely feel it, okay, okay uh, on your on your baby finger, and just put it in there just a little bit, like uh, not actually in the ear canal, a little tiny, just not down in the ear canal, okay, like no. just above it and the flap of the ear, okay? Let's okay. try that. Um, was, I will uh, try that. Yeah, and then... Um, but like I say, by changing the, going to those websites, put in, you know, uh, anal gland problems, all right, okay. and and get that going with that, and then just kind of pay attention, because like I said, a lot of this, and I mean, I know this is going to sound goofy, but there's so many times it's, it's been spot on, is uh, especially men pins, well, you know, dogs that are very active, very high, hyper, just bad factors, they could stand uh-huh. with a chiropractic adjustment. And so really? I would look into getting the dog, yeah, because jumping on and off the couch, up and down the stairs. And if the, if the spine gets tweaked, then sometimes they have trouble with their back end, you know, with the urinary, tra- uh, like, not urinary tract, but, I mean, like, you know, kiver, uh, kidney, liver, and such like that. Because, you know, uh, our spine sends all these things, you know, to all our organs and such like that. We're all connected there. And sometimes if that spine gets out of whack, that that, that can cause other problems. So I would look into, because you've gone the conventional way and it's not getting better, better. So let's try some right. other ways that you would, by realigning the dog and then by, you know, uh, just using natural stuff to, to get the dog, the stress levels down and have him start healing himself. Okay, yeah, because I've tried prednisone for short yep. periods of time yep. to, for the, the Dexo, Dapu, Yep, no, see what you've got to do. Yep. And so that you've tried the conventional way, so let's try some natural stuff, okay? And when you go natural... Okay, would it, you... Go ahead. Would you stop with the cytopoint injection? She just had her first one. Um, I'm not a vet, okay? I'm not a vet. What you need to do right. is you need, you need to look it up, Okay. And then you've got to understand what it's supposed to do, 
All right. Mm-hmm. You've already tried the conventional ways and nothing yet done very much. So, like I say, you have to look that up, educate yourself, and you have to make a decision that you're comfortable with. Okay. Okay. So just incorporating this maybe onto what. Well, yep. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm all for all as, as natural as possible. Because, like I say, yep. you, you, uh, chemicals kind of mess us all up around us and in us, okay? So, so yeah. uh, by going to those three websites, looking up anal sac problem or anal glands, okay, anal glands, yep. and then and maybe looking more into a natural diet, maybe an all raw diet, until you can get the dog system to turn around, digestive enzymes, probiotics, you know, the, uh, the apple cider vinegar, that's all stuff that you need to get to try to re help the dog realign itself and, and, and be its own, you know, uh, replenish itself, you know. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you Fix so much, itself. Katie. You bet. Good luck. Keep me posted, too, okay? I Thanks. will, for sure. That, Thank you Yep, so that's much. how we learn. Yeah, that's how we learn. We tried this, this, this worked, that didn't. And so, you know, it's trial and error with all of us. It's trial and error. So, oh, well, Brian, is that it? Yeah, that's it uh, for the remainder of the callers. Okay, there we go. Oh, you did, no, are you familiar with that guy that's on Price is Right? Yeah, I, so I did look up his uh, the guy's name. Oh, um, what is it? Uh, his name is George Gray. Oh, that's right, George. But yeah, like I said, you listen to him and then listen to yourself, record yourself. And like I said, just by hearing you, and this is only the second week I've really worked with you, that I'm really listening to your voice. And you just got that, that same twang. That's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't bring it up. Oh, thank you so much. So that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah that, thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right, so you're going to be coming out to the fair this week, Brian? Yeah, I should be there either tomorrow, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Oh, okay, cool. And so you're working it? Yep, I should be working oh, yeah, the fair. Selling, selling stuff. Selling stuff, oh, you're yeah. You're going to be a bag man. You're going to be handing out bags and selling <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know what? In the beginning, the Great Minnesota Get-Together was a traveling affair. The first ever state fair was held in downtown Minneapolis in October in 1859. Uh, then the years after it was granted state, that was a year after it was granted. Then it bounced around from to St. Paul, Rochester, Red Wing, Winona, and Otana. And then there was a disagreement about where it should land. And according to the State Fair archives, Pre- President Ruth, Rutherford B. Hayes even tried to offer advice about settling the location dispute when he spoke in his St. Paul in night. Oh, but anyway, so the big thing is, is that uh, it used to be, it's in Falcon Heights, but it, believe it or not, Falcon Heights used to be called Hamlin. Hamlin, Minnesota. So you guys, great. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next Sunday. Uh, you take care. Thanks, Brian. You did an awesome job. Thank Paul. Paul put us on air, too. Always a glitch. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. Take care.